welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Wow, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Dave Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that is for you to start winning with life, money, and business. We are here in our um our third episode of how to get to the right side of money, and this is the thing, today marks the day where um, uh, two years ago, at the time of this recording, which was February 24th, uh, 2019, I literally was in Whistler, Canada, um, super cold, right, at a ski resort with Tony Robbins, um, where um, it was a game changer on my decision on how I was going to continue to build my wealth. And I realized that, I, of course, I'd come uh, some distance in creating wealth, uh, but, you know, I had begun to really understand how I was going to really meet my goals. And um, then it was also the time that becoming a billionaire was, was no longer seeming like it was so far away of a goal for me, especially being that I spent six days being trained by six billionaires um, in the room, and I began to understand how does this really happen, and also I began to really hone in on what the Word of God says about building wealth. And so many of the people who love God are just unaware of what to do, even though it's spelled out very clearly in our word of what we should do. And not only if you're not trying to be a billionaire, you might just not even be trying to be a millionaire. You want to be where money is not a main concern, and this is where you begin to become a money master. And you can do this no matter how much money you have right now, and trust me, by default, it's going to grow. And so I want to share with you a little bit about, not about my journey, but I want you to get really clear on your journey on how you're going to get to the right side of money. And it's by following these principles. Uh, there are so many places in the Bible that gives us specific direction, and I'm going to be sharing two of them with you on today. And um, one of them is going to be out of Proverbs 28 and 8, and then Malachi 3 and 10. And many of us, we probably know these scriptures, but the question is, are you living them? And this is where I want us to go to the Lord together, because even in the church, it might be controversial about cash, but in the kingdom, it's not. So let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad with grace we're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, as we are um, just coming to you to uh, get your specific directions concerning uh, building wealth your way and to stay within your will. Dear Lord, the whole controversy in the church about, you know, cash 
Uh, is it really a part of the kingdom? And absolutely, not only cash, but all the resources that make us rich, and we want them. But we want it your way. We're grateful, oh dear Lord, for even the downfalls, so that now this time when we come up, we'll stay up. Help us to honor you in every single way by purifying our heart and cleansing of our hands and knowing exactly what to do with the money that you put in our hands. So we naturally and consistently grow. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I wanted to hop right on into Proverbs 28 and 8. And as I was sharing, I want to help you understand a little bit about a journey. It was actually a um, game-changing a detour to what I thought I was on the right path with creating wealth. Um, I was on, you know, the right street, but the full and clear path um, happened for me a short time ago. And I'm going to tell you what could happen. I'm going to tell you God does not live in time. And the quantum leaps that I made financially uh, just from the moment of me really understanding money um, is just so profound that I know that my entire life's work now is to help others understand it too. And so Proverbs 28 and 8 says, whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. So, I knew multiplying wealth by interest and profit was a leverage thing, not a labor thing. And even though I had built businesses, right, I went from being self-employed into um, being a business owner, but I really became an entrepreneur when I began to understand how to master and multiply money. And I'm going to tell you something. This is something that many people are unwilling to accept, that you're not going to labor yourself to wealth. It's not going to happen. And you're not going to create wealth without a vision because you have to have the vision and, and then the focus to back it with action. And you also got to back it with finances so you can achieve your goals faster. So the vision needs focus, and it also needs action, but it also needs finances. And I want you to take those three things as I walk you through what I discovered. I'm not going to go in depth because I literally train it with the Pink Millionaire Club, and it's getting it's it's finite. It's getting so so clear that each and every year I'm so um, I'm so grateful for the vision that it makes it much easier to focus, and I begin to understand some things about money that when you leverage it consistently with diversity, put it in a place where it can compound naturally, you will 
who just become wealthy. This is something you can't do occasionally, yearly, monthly, or even weekly. It's something you must do daily. And it clicked to me that this is the same thing I train for those who are even in network marketing. It's what their daily habits are around that focus or that vision is what creates the wealth. Well, it's the same thing with money. You can't master money if you only take a look at your money or face your finances occasionally. You can't master money if you only look at it yearly, like around tax time and and things like that. It's not something that even though you might set your monthly budget, you got to live it weekly, but you have to tend to your money daily. Most people say, no, no, no. I just need to make money daily, and then I'll tend to it later. And I'm going to tell you something. It's wrong. This is why I was sharing with you about getting to the right side of money for you to know there's nothing wrong with you, but you might be doing some things wrong that you can just quickly correct. That's why there's nothing wrong with you, because you still have the ability to make correction, things that you do wrong. I was doing some things wrong. I literally began to say, wait a minute. I was notorious. So I just came from South Florida. Anytime I go to Florida or Vegas, I'm the shopping spree queen. I literally shop in seasons versus like I'm not the one that keeps going to the mall when I'm going somewhere even though we don't go much of anywhere I'm not the one that goes and shops for a specific occasion or anything like that I shop in seasons and then whenever I'm ready to pull things out I pull it out and and what I realized was um that wasn't really serving me at all it wasn't serving my vision When I began to look at my vision and realize that it was all about me getting closer to God and knowing him in such an intimate way that everything that he ever had for me, that he would feel glad and just deliver it easily. And and so that was my vision. And then it was about my relationship with my my husband and, and my family. That was that was big in the vision. And then it was identifying um, that I was going to do all of that and create immense wealth without compromising those things, my faith or my family. But I made a decision that I wanted an immense amount of finances. Just to say that because they think that means that they're selfish or bad or what have you, and it's not. It's ridiculous to even think that when you look at Proverbs 28 and 8, and it's telling you that whoever multiplies his wealth uh, by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. And so each and every day, I wanted to wake up and be able to share with people how they can get ahead and how it wasn't really that complicated and that other people who made it complicated, including themselves, um, are wrong, and it can be much simpler and they can have it faster. And safer. 
But if I didn't have the vision, I would probably continue with the shopping spree. Like today I'm going on a shopping spree, but not for shoes and bags for stocks and financial opportunities, and I do this daily. I do this daily, and I face the finances daily, and I'm watching it grow in an area some things may go down and up, and that's why Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses 1 through 2, when you're saying, hey, ship that grain across the sea, and you need 78, 8 ventures, and you don't know when one is up, the other may be down, right? You'll never go broke when you do that, but I had to make sure that the focus was I had to have a stream of income that can fund the dreams. So it it made it very easy that I needed to focus on income generation. It's a non-negotiable when you have that vision. And in many people, we did the vision of profit challenge, and then they didn't take it. It was so inexpensive that it would help them understand, like, how much money do you really want to earn? And then, you know, let's reverse engineer how you're going to get there. Simple. But the hard part is most people didn't even want to do a vision. And so I realized, okay, the vision creates the focus, but I can't just focus and just look at a vision board. I got to take action. I got to put the money behind what my vision is. And so I began to say, you know what? They have this rule. They call it a millionaire rule. And, and, and I looked at it and I see, and they've been talking about it so many places and I see it so many places where it's called the 50-30-20 rule. And the 50-30-20 is not the problem. It's where they're allocating the 50-30-20 that I realize that many people still won't get it if they don't get this here. And I looked at and I said, wait a minute. I'm earning hundreds of thousands of dollars every month. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Where is this money being allocated, and how much am I putting where if I'm saying that I want to, it was, I said, in five years, at that point, that was uh, 2019, I said, in five years, I wanted to at least be eight figures liquid and at minimum eight figures a year. Let me tell you what happened. I set that goal for five years because I was looking at the different debt, whatever I had liquid, and I was saying, okay, five years to double the money, thinking about rule of 72 and looking at, okay, well, how much interest, being realistic, interest would need to be on my investments for me to double the money in five years at minimum, that would at minimum take me to eight figures liquid. Me changing and operating with the formula, the 50, 30, 20, mine is different. Uh, Pink Millie's know the the allocations. And what I did was they said, hey, 50% of your income, which means that whatever is not, just know this with numbers. Whatever you don't like about it, you can change it. Numbers don't have the brain. It expects the person that's mastering or controlling it to have the brain. So it does exactly what you want it to do, what you tell it to do. So I said, okay, when we start looking at this here, and it says 50% should be what you're living off of. 
30% should be your needs, I mean, your wants. So, like, 50% your needs, 30% your wants, and then 20% your investments or your savings and investments. And I'm like, how does that get people really ahead when you add that up? And that's 80% of your income of things that majority of it, things that we think we need, we really don't, and things that we want don't create more income. So I looked at it, and I said, let me tell you this, I, what I did, and I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. And, and, and it, it, was, it was already in progress before two years ago to the point where now all of my needs or necessities or whatever, last year is about 20% is what I needed to take care of, but now I'm closer to like 10% of my income that I can, that I need to use for living. So what it is, I'm going to give you what I did, and then you're going to get an eye-opener here because the more you use this formula is the more your money grow. And so the percentage, especially if you don't increase your lifestyle, the percentage of what you're going to be using from your income is going to be almost nil from what you're bringing in. And in the process, me wanting to have eight figures liquid happened around nearly 18, 19 months later instead of five years. And that happened from me understanding that you'll never really become wealthy from active income is from passive income. Why? Because money will work much harder than you. Money does not need to take a break. Money does not get sick. Money does not do any of those things. Money did not even care about the pandemic if you knew where to put it. Didn't care about any of that. The Bible tells us so. So one thing is down, the other thing is up, and that's why you have to diversify. So what I did was, Instead of 50% being my needs, that would be like your necessities, your, your shelter, your utilities, your, you know, you would say, hey, I need someone to watch my kid because I got to go to work or whatever. I looked at that and I said 50% is going to need to be the needs and business. I'm going to fund 50% with that. And instead of 30% being my wants, why in the world would I have 30% of my income going into economy as a consumer? 30% of my income needs to be going into the economy as an investor. And so I took 10% where I Give to others. We call it tithe, where it's helping other people. And then the other 20% was going into investment, into investments. And then only 10% eventually was my wants. So I had way more going into investments that was going, than were going into my wants, 
my business and my life was funded with the 50%, and then I had the 30% going in. But let me tell you what happened with that. Because my vision says this is what I want, so my focus now, action, towards what I wanted. I realized because my vision, when I looked at it, I said, wait a minute, I'm not really moving towards what I want. I'm working harder. I'm not leveraging had to identify what were some things that I need to let go of. Definitely the ego in wanting to be significant. I started saying, you can call me the janitor as long as I'm eight-figure liquid and eight figures a year at minimum. And I've already superseded part of that goal just by changing the focus. And this is what I want you to know. You got to face your finances. This is, a, this is one of the main things we're going to be discussing, even with Pink Millionaire Club. Face your finances because many people don't look at it and they don't manage it daily. Just like you create your daily goals and your habits for how you're going to make your income producing activity, income producing activity, you got to look at money. Because not only about what you're doing actively, you're going to build wealth with the past. And so now every single month I'm investing six figures. It increased what I'm able to invest. I'm investing six figures because my, my wants and needs are lower, so I have more money to put in investments. And I can't tell you what has happened. It is absolutely ridiculous, especially once you start understanding, saying, I'm shopping for investments. I'm shopping for the opportunities. And I'm doing this daily. While my fiduciary is handling, they gave me some play money, y'all. They say, you can play with this. This right here is your nest egg. This is what you told us you want. You want eight figures. And with me playing with, the money, and I'm not playing, but I'm just saying they gave me and say, if you want to, you know, you can take this amount. And I started diversifying it. And one of the areas I put it in, put some money in, literally, put 300K in a particular investment at the end of December. And when I looked at it now, it's over up over 800 plus K, and that's just one way. There's no way I could have labored that. No way. And some of these strategies, depending on, because I'm not going to be giving investment advice. I'm not going to be, you know, it's information only when people become a part of you know, pick millionaire club and they got to know you got to own a risk. You got to own a reward. They'll actually sign off on that. But that's just one thing. There's no way that I could have done that without first the high level of investment that I made into myself for me to see what was all out there. It was almost like a buffet of ways to invest your money. And I chose a few of them and 
I began to realize and say, wait a minute, my vision was for me to please God, do it his way, my family, and then making sure I'm helping people. And when I get with the money, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And so when the Malachi 3.10 comes to play, bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. God deserves the highest praise of hallelujah for that. But the challenge is is that many people who say they love him won't do what he says with money. So now you can be free. No one owns you. But your master. Now I want to ask you, how many times are you putting your money to where it's very clear that it's coming as a profit? It's going to come back to you more than it went out, even when it comes to your business. What's going on in your Life that you could reduce and put more money. All you're doing is moving the money around. Money loves to be moved and multiplied. You just got to move the money around and focus it somewhere, multiple places. Diversity is required where it grows. Your palate those wants are going to decrease because most of the time we want things to make us look or feel significant. So we want to look rich versus be rich. And then when you now begin to really know how money works, your palate for that kind of goes away. And then you only want to buy those cars and things like that out of Passive income. You only want to buy it out of the income that you're not laboring for. And that's where it helped me really understand on funding the family bank so that we could literally have everything always come back to us. If it looked like it was a liability, we had to figure out how the money was going to come back to us. And literally, it changed everything. I was never a, I was always, you know, that producer and I was an investor, but where to invest and how to invest was a missing key. But I'm now committed to connecting those dots between the have and the have nots because trust me, I see a lot of things. I listen to them club. The stuff that I've learned. Because it was a compilation, I didn't get it only from one place, and where the source of it came from was the Bible. I'm not saying it be taught like this nowhere. Nowhere. Not seeing it. Not that it won't happen nowhere after what I do. What I'm saying is that I know that God did this for you. 
He raised me up for you. And I get that. I don't know. You might want to share this with some folks. I'm about to go shopping. And people might say, oh, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? First, you need to face your finances. You might be saying, oh, I got 500, I got 10,000, I got 1,000, I got whatever. Do you really? When did you, how did you calculate that number? Did you calculate the number from the formula that I just gave? More than likely not. Some of us not ready to go to the other side of money because we got to get ready. Don't take long. It ain't complicated. Oh, and P.S., if this was of value to you, go ahead and share, but I want to ask you, can you do this one thing? I am a co-founder with the Best UTV. The app is now on Apple, and um, I'm lagged behind because I've been, you know, my, my show is still not in place, and so I'm still identifying a name. So if you if you could think of a name, I have some of the biggest people uh, around money and mindset and things like that that's on my list to interview for my show. Um, and I just sat there and said, Lord, how did you, when did you, and it was while I was being obedient, positioned me where most anyone who I can think of who I would want to talk to is already at my fingertips. I either know them or know someone who knows them who would gladly vet me to say, yes, show up for her. Um, But I need a name for the show. So if you can go ahead in the Power Moves tribe and start hitting up, I'm going to put a post, give me your best names for the show. And then also if you can go to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review. I'm growing this podcast because it's going to be changing uh, soon as far as some of the content and things like that. And I believe that that's going to be the way I can serve the world at best. So I'm asking for your assistance with that. So if you have any questions for me, I'm going to make a post right now in the Power Moose Tribe uh, for the name. And then later on, we'll have Ask Me Any Question, and you have the opportunity to do so. Love you. God bless you. Have an amazing day.